Hello, everyone. Good morning. If it's morning, it's morning for me right now. Welcome back to the Wellness Drop. I'm your host, Jenna, and I am feeling so good this morning and really excited to get this episode recorded. So I hope you're all feeling well and enjoying your morning or your day, wherever you're at. Um, I woke up nice and early this morning and I'm just sitting comfortably in my robe and I have the sun streaming in from all of the windows in this house and I'm just really cozy and comfortable. I had a smoothie bowl for breakfast, which is my favorite, and I'm just feeling super good. So this week was a good week. I went home to California this past weekend one final time to see my family, and uh, both of my parents turned 60 while I was there, which was fun. I got to see them for their birthdays, and um, we had a little brunch birthday for my mom, and on Sunday, my family down in California had a shower for me, which was super, super, super sweet. And all of my friends from California came and my family was there and it was just nice to all be together and just relax one last time at home because really it was the last time that I was going to be home as a solo person before bringing my little babe into the world. So that was that was really nice that I got to do that. Um, and now that I'm back, man, it just feels like the countdown is beginning. Um, I'm like 34 and a half weeks. And so, you know, there's approximately six weeks left and that feels close. <laughs> that feels like it's really um, going to move quickly. And so um, I'm in kind of get everything done, and labor prep mode, which is just so crazy uh, to be like thinking about prepping for labor. But I'm kind of finalizing all of the things that we need for the baby, um, all of the necessities. I went and uh, ordered a car seat yesterday, which is exciting. And I have sweet registry gifts that people have gotten us kind of coming in, the final things. Um, in the mail, which is so, just so exciting. Um, and then I'm starting to think about like my own labor prep and I bought one of those big stability balls that like everybody had when they were young and nobody used. So I got one of those to sit and like do exercises on cause that's been feeling good. Um, sitting like slumped on the couch is wonderful, but not like the most comfortable thing ever and getting up off the couch is like not super easy either especially because we have a deep couch so I'm excited for the ball um I've started drinking red raspberry leaf tea which is super common in labor prep it helps like tone the uterus and get it ready um and then coming up I'm gonna do the date thing where you eat like six dates a day and I can talk more about this in the future. I'm not gonna start that yet but you eat like six dates a day and it's supposed to help soften your cervix. Um, I you know unpacked for my trip but I did leave my little carry-on 
luggage out so that in the next few weeks I can like start packing the ho- my hospital bag because I'm giving birth at a hospital. And yeah, I'm starting to think about meal prep because I want to do a bunch of meal prep for postpartum. And it's just so exciting like to be coming to the end, getting close to the day, whenever the day is. <laughs> um, and yeah, I'm just, I'm feeling really, really good about it. So So with that being said, I wanted to start kind of getting into the episode uh, topics for the day. I'm going to keep it much more lighthearted and just kind of fun compared to last week. I know last week's episode had some heavier themes, Um, but I was just thinking, you know, just because I've been, I have been home a lot. Um, I'm usually only working like three days a week and... I'm not doing anything like super fun and exciting outside of that besides, you know, like seeing friends and just relaxing. But I've been spending a lot of time at home and obviously I'm super nesty right now and like getting the nursery organized and considering my space. And I've always been kind of the person that's been that has felt like really defined by my space. So I like my space to feel comfortable and clean and cozy and organized. I like, I like all of that. And so, um, the episode today will be my five tips for a healthy home this summer, because even though summer is mm, probably not the time you spend the most time at home, like, especially normally when we're not going to be having a newborn, like, we're never home. We like to be out down at the river. We like to go paddle boarding. We like to um, have, you know, barbecues with friends. So we're not usually home all that much in the summer, but we're going to be home a lot. So I'm just really thinking about how to make this space the most, you know, comfortable and inviting that I can. Um, I'm going to give a shout out. If you don't follow the Barda house on Instagram, I'm going to steal some of her tips. She's very, um, her feed, I guess, talks a lot about, um, like minimalism, I would say to a degree. Her, her thing is like getting rid of unnecessary junk and clutter so that you, don't have to spend your whole life organizing and cleaning and then you can really like enjoy your life. So I'm trying to take on some of those themes. Um, yeah, so uh, I will share like one or two tips from her too, because I've been really inspired by her content recently. Um, but let's get into it. So my five tips for a healthy home this summer. The first one is probably my favorite like morning routine thing to do. And that is just opening up your windows. I feel like in the Northwest, it's such a luxury to open up your windows in the morning because we're cooped up all winter because it's cold and rainy. And I feel like the first signs of spring and summer, which we've kind of skipped spring and jumped straight into summer, um, is like being able to open your windows. So I love waking up and opening up the windows in the house and letting a breeze come in and Our house faces um, east, so a lot of the windows on the east side of the house, including the front door, get just, like, awesome natural light. So I love opening the windows and, like, having all of that light and all of the fresh breeze stream through. 
The other reason that's great is because it can help purify um, some of your air. So the indoor air quality in your home is usually poorer than the air quality outside, um, especially if you have like carpet, like our whole house is basically carpet, unfortunately. Um, or if you <clears throat> wear shoes in the house, which I recommend that you stop doing, um, it can just really accumulate and, you know, cooking, all of that can lead to poor air quality in your home. And so opening your windows is a great way to help um, bring some fresh air in and clear out some of that air pollution. Um, I'm not going to say that you need to have an air purifier because those can be very, very expensive. <clears throat> but if you find it in your budget to maybe grab a smaller air purifier, you know, one for like a small room, um, I definitely would encourage potentially thinking about getting one for the bedroom, um, just because that's where you actually spend a lot of time breathing really deeply while you sleep. Um, so, you know, an air purifier just in the bedroom might be helpful. We just have one in our bedroom, and then I did get one for the nursery as well. That's kind of being turned on and off right now as things are brought in from the outside. The other thing is just vacuuming often. Um, can help with your indoor air quality as well. But open those windows, get that fresh breeze in, feel the sun on your skin. There's literally nothing like it. It's like my favorite thing about summer is early summer mornings and the like light that just comes in. I don't know what it is. It just makes me feel so good. <laughs> my second tip is to declutter your space. It's not too late for spring cleaning, even though it feels like summer's really like arriving. Spring cleaning can be done all year round. Spring cleaning should be done all year round. <laughs> I recently in my life have really, like within the past few years, have really tried to declutter. And I think that's part of the reason why I'm kind of inspired by the Barter House because she's all about like decluttering. So I have just, I just don't want things in my house that I don't, need basically I mean that's what decluttering is but I just want my space to feel really intentional and so decluttering your space can can just make all of the difference and things accumulate so quickly in the home we're constantly bringing things in from wherever shopping or other people are bringing things into us like in the form of gifts and so I really want to encourage you to just be intentional about your household items and declutter as much as necessary. Um, I know I did a, f a few decluttering like sprees um, a few weeks back, cleaning out the linen closet. I like to clean out the kitchen a lot because I feel like cups accumulate really quickly. Um, but I also try to decrease my like attachment to some of my items because I feel like it gets really easy to like put sentimental value onto something that's really not that special um like a cup <laughs> I mean don't get me wrong there's like a few cups that I don't want to get rid of but kind of really thinking how important is this to me is it really that special do I really need to keep this here has been kind of helpful. And I've gotten pretty good about being like, nope, nope, throw it away. When I was home in California, we did a big declutter of my dad's kitchen because my dad has a big kitchen and a lot of storage. And 
It was filled to the brim. And I was like, I never see you use any of this stuff. This is all a bunch of garbage. Let's get rid of it. And so we did a big like overhaul of some of the spaces in his kitchen. And it just felt so good to like declutter and have space and empty cabinets. And I just want to continue with that energy in my own home too. Um, Especially because we are bringing in a lot of stuff right now because of the baby. So we're like constantly you know, having to think about where we're going to put things. And I really feel like everything in the home should have a space, like it should be put away. Um, And the other tip I have for decluttering your space is to stop feeling bad about throwing away things that people have given you or giving away things that people have given you. I know that's hard because you're like, oh, well, this was a gift from so-and-so and I love them. But if you never use it and you have something similar or whatever it may be, like just just get rid of it. Like they will probably one, not notice, <laughs> but two, like understand. And I think gift giving is kind of hard because it feels good to give people gifts, but you know, sometimes you receive things that you don't really want. <laughs> so it's okay to like, you know, get rid of that thing if you're not going to use it. Or maybe say like, like my dad, people constantly give him, um, like bar tools. Cause he has a big bar in his house and he has like enough bar tools. Like he has plenty of bar tools. Like if you're going to bring something over to him, it should really just be a bottle of wine. Cause that can get drank and then that can get tossed in the bin and you know, like it'll be more enjoyed. So that type of thing, like really thinking about when you're giving gifts, like what does this person actually need? So that's a good tip too. My third tip, which um, I'm taking inspo from the Barta House, is clearing off your flat, like flat surfaces. So whether that is your countertops or your um, like shelving or your, let's see, like coffee table, entertainment center, clearing those things off can really help with one, the like look of how cluttered your home is. And two, with the cleaning, because we all know how much dust accumulates. And so having to constantly move and shuffle things around to clean underneath them is kind of a pain in the ass. So I really like this tip. I'm still working on it. We have a couple spaces in the house, I feel like, that do look a little bit cluttered. Like I have a baker's rack that kind of functions as a bar. And it looks a little bit cluttered in my opinion, but I'm trying to scale back. Part of the things on there are cups that we don't need. (laughs) So getting Crystal like be cool with uh, putting those things away is kind of hard. Um, But yeah, so just trying to keep your flat surfaces clear and putting things that are intentional. One of the things I think about um, is like, leaving things out that you use every day just because you use them every day doesn't mean they need to sit out on your counter that is like my pet peeve (laughs) and like you know there's a yes there's the occasional thing like vitamins are kind of one of those things that we leave out on the counter and I try to tuck them away just because I see them and I want to like make sure I'm taking my prenatals and and all of that but try to have a home for everything in your house that is like put away. That's kind of how I try to keep my surfaces clean. Everything has a home. Everything has a space that it belongs. And when we're not using it, it gets put away. Okay. So that was tip number three. 
Tip number four is to stop using toxic cleaning products. If you're still using toxic cleaning products, what are you doing? <laughs> like, what are you doing? They're so out. <laughs> Come on. Um, but really, just toxic cleaning products can bring a lot of like indoor air pollution into your home. They're just bad for you. They're bad for your health, especially like super heavily fragranced or scented products. Um, plugins. My God, my dad had a plug-in at his house and I was like, what are you doing? Because those things can be hormone and endocrine disruptors and they're just really unnecessary. The other thing is like the super heavy um, focus on using like antibacterial cleaners. Like you don't need to sanitize and kill everything in your home. Like germs are good for you. And so you don't need to be like killing everything that's on your countertop every 10 minutes as you go to wipe it down. Um, and I know that some toxic cleaning products um, can be a little bit cheaper. You know, the non-toxic stuff can be a little bit more expensive, but it's definitely worth investing in your health. The other thing you could do is make your own. I used to do this all the time. Um, and it's, I would just, you, like, you could look up a recipe on Pinterest, mix, like, a water, baking soda, vinegar, um, and essential oils. There's ratios that, like I said, you can look that up on Pinterest or something. They have recipes everywhere. And I used to just make that all the time, and it was super easy, and it's super cheap, and it works really well. Um, and you don't have to wait. Like, I've seen the uh, citrus peel where you like soak citrus peels in vinegar for two weeks. Um, and I tried that once and I feel like my citrus peels went bad and my vinegar solution stank. So <laughs> I was like, I'm not doing that. Um, and I don't use that much citrus like to make that. Well, so anyway, switch your, switch your cleaning products. Um, I know like Branch Basics is a really big one that people recommend. I haven't actually tried that. It's on my list of things to try. But there's there's stuff, you know, at Target, the EWG's Skin Deep um, database. I think you can look at some of their cleaning product recommendations on there. Um, or, you know, there's there's constantly people reviewing stuff on online. I encourage reputable sources for those. Um and yeah, and if you do decide to do like a deep clean, like sometimes it's nice to do like a deep scrub of your bathroom with something maybe a little bit more heavy duty. You know, you could always open up your windows and turn your fan on um, to help clear some of that out. And switching from super heavily fragranced candles to more natural beeswax candles is also a good um, option if you do like having candles in your home because I know that that's, that's a big one. So encouraging you to switch from toxic cleaning products to non-toxic cleaning products. Make your own. It's super fun. It's really easy. Um, and it's super affordable. And finally, for my last tip, it's going to be to keep your refrigerator stocked. And while we're on the topic of cleaning, keep it cleaned out too, <laughs> which is so hard. Um, but keeping your fridge stocked with healthy, fresh food the summertime is just the best time for produce, um, especially if you eat seasonal, which I encourage you to do. I love going to the farmer's markets in the summer. There's so much, so, so, so much like 
fresh fruits and fresh veggies and there's so many different varieties to try you know we're kind of spoiled because we have like an international food system so you basically have access to um tropical fruits and like all kinds of produce year round um but shopping at the farmer's market you can really see the difference in seasonality and in the summer it's just like you can get everything tomatoes and corn and there's berries and peaches and like ugh, it's just I love love going to the farmer's market in the summer and just like stopping stocking up with fresh veggies and fruits and keeping the fridge stocked with things that you actually like to eat and knowing what you like to eat um so that things in your fridge aren't going to waste. I definitely uh, encourage you to try out new recipes in the summer. I feel like there's so many good recipes that are summer recipes in the winter. You're like, all right, I guess I'll make a new soup. <laughs> but in the summer, it's like, you know, fresh, like fresh fruit desserts and different salads and different dishes like there's just so much variety to try out in the summer and there's so much variety available in the stores and in the markets um to try out so I really encourage you to keep your fridge stocked up try new things try new recipes and definitely meal prep especially um if you have a hard time like eating at home having things like taking a few hours on a day like it doesn't even take that long even if you're just like washing your fruit or cutting up vegetables for the week or cooking a couple grains or whatever that is a really great way to um get yourself set up for success so that you want to eat when you get home especially because it is summer and you do want to be out doing things like you don't want to be stuck in your house cooking all the time so set yourself up for success plan out your meals or your snacks, have things that are just easy and readily available. I know as I start getting um, like meal prep done for postpartum, I mean, it's a little bit, it's a little bit different, but I want to just have lots of stuff, easy to grab, easy to just heat up. I don't even want to think about it so that I can spend all of my time just like with my baby you know, maybe we can sit outside in the early morning sun. <laughs> so that's going to be my final tip to you, which is just keeping that fridge stocked. So five tips, recap them. The first one is opening up your windows in the morning, in the evening, get that fresh air in. Tip number two is declutter your spaces. Get rid of things that you don't use. Don't feel bad for get rid of getting rid of things that people gave you. And just be intentional about what comes into your home. Third tip is clearing off your flat surfaces, countertops, um, shelves, entertainment centers, all of that. Clear it off. It'll be easier on the eyes, easier to clean. Tip number four is stop using toxic cleaning products. Do yourself, your health, your family's health a, a favor. I was going to say a flavor. A favor and switch to non-toxic cleaning products. Try making your own. Seriously, it's so easy. Um, and they work super well still. And then number five is keep your fridge stocked. Go to the farmer's market. Check out everything that's local and seasonal right now. You won't be disappointed. It's such a fun time to be outside and like 
I just can't wait to push my little stroller through the farmer's market and like eat my fresh fruit smoothie or popsicle that they have at the Montevia farmer's market and all that. So those are my five tips for a healthy home this summer. Hopefully you can implement one or two of those. If not, try to get them all going. Um, yeah. And I hope you enjoyed this episode. I will be back next week. Um, yeah. Thank you very much for listening. Bye.